Welcome to Calvary Live. We are so glad you could join us through our podcast. Here at Calvary, we want you to live life at the highest level through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We hope today's message will be an encouragement. I want to read to you. Well, let me tell you what I'm going to talk to you about. And I want your utmost attention, if you don't mind, for a few minutes while I have you here. I'm going to speak about restoring the presence to your life. But I'm not talking about a few goosebumps. I'm talking about you entering into another dimension of the presence of God. Is there somebody here that wants more of the presence of the living God? Is there somebody here that says, my God, I need to go to another dimension in the presence of God. Is there somebody here that says, God, can you just be come into this place and just overflow me? Yeah. I want to read to you out of the book of Isaiah. And we're going to read a powerful, powerful scripture that is for you today. Chapter 64 of the book of Isaiah. And if you would do me a huge favor, we're going to read verses 1 through 4. And if you can read the scripture out loud with me. And the prophet Isaiah in chapter 64 says the following. Oh, come on, read with me. That you would rend the heavens. That word rend means to tear into two. It says to split open. That's what render means. And the word of the Lord says, oh, that you would render, split open, tear into two the heavens, oh God. That you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence. There's about to be some shaking going on in just a little bit. And the word of the Lord says that the mountains would shake at your presence as fire burns a brushwood and as fire causes water to boil to make to make to make to make come on talk to me to make who names whose name known to make to make God's name known to your advancement that the nations may tremble at your presence the Bible says he makes his name known he says, to your adversaries. He's going to make his known his name known to your enemies. The book of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah begins by saying, Oh Lord, rend the heavens. That will be our prayer for the next 2020. Oh Lord, that you would rend the heavens. Oh Lord, that you would split open the heaven. Oh Lord, that you would split it into tear the heavens open into God. Rend the heavens. Can you lift your hand up and say, Lord, rend the heavens. Come on, say it. Lord, rend the heavens. The prophet Isaiah is saying, I need a breakthrough. I need you to open and rend the heavens. I need you to give me a breakthrough through from all the opposition from all the obstacles because I came to tell Calvary here today when the presence of God descends it's because things are about to move things that were not movable things that could not be moved breakthroughs that couldn't come obstacles that were in your way when the presence of God shows up to a place I'm talking about the presence of God I'm talking about the glory of God when the presence of God shows up to a place. Every obstacle has to move. Every demon has to get out of the way. Every breakthrough has to come. When the presence of God comes to a place, shout, Lord, rend the heavens. Tell them, rend the heavens, God. Oh, I feel deliverance right here. I feel deliverance. Say, Lord, rend the heavens. Say it again. 
Say it again. In the book of Isaiah, he tells them, Lord, uh, rend the heavens and your presence would descend. And then the mountains are going to tremble. Come on, somebody. When the presence of God comes down to a city, to a person, to a church, to a house, it causes things like mountains that looked impossible to get out of the way. When the presence of God comes, it causes things that were not movable to move on your behalf. When the presence of God comes, the mountains move. Am I talking to the right church? I said the heavens open and the obstacle goes out of the way. Say, Lord, rend the heavens. When the presence of God comes to a place, what was not in motion gets in motion. When the presence of God comes, everything gets accelerated. You need the presence, Calvary. At another dimension, Calvary, you need the presence of God. The Bible says that he descended on Mount Sinai. And the Bible says that when he descended on Mount Sinai, the mountain would tremble. And it says that there was like fire on top of Mount Sinai. And smoke would appear from the presence of the Lord. The presence of God is not a few goosebumps, beloved. The presence of God is not the anointing. I'm talking about the glory of God that comes down into a place. It is not about a man. It is not about a woman. It is about the presence of God. Somebody shout, God, I want more. When the presence of God comes and descends into a place, miracles start to happen. I said miracles start to happen. I prophesy that at the sound of my voice, miracles are starting to happen. Your son and your daughter that is not serving God, serves God because the presence of God descends. Somebody shout, yes! When the presence of God comes, things begin to happen like miracles. Science cannot even understand it. Only his presence can do it. Inexplainable things. Only the presence of God can do it. It is in his presence that cancer gets out of the way. It is in his presence that chains begin to fall. It is in the presence of God. Every demon has to flee. Oh my God, somebody shout, Lord, rend the heavens. Say it again. 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 Lord, rend the heavens. Isaiah prays a prayer and he says, Lord, rend the heavens. What he was saying is, Lord, let there be breakthrough between you and me. Let everything that was standing in the way between you and me rend the heavens. Split it in two. Open it, open it, God. Because I want a breakthrough between you and me. When the heavens rend, rend your presence, the presence of God. It descends. Mountains move. 
Mountains, 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 mountains move, mountains tremble at the presence of God. I don't know what mountain you have in front of you, but I came to tell somebody it's got to move when the presence of God descends. It's got to move. It's got to get out of the way when the presence, what you need is the presence. Say, I need the presence at another dimension. When the heavens rend, Isaiah's praying a prayer of breakthrough and says, Lord, rend the heavens. Come down with your presence. Then the mountains will tremble. 2020 has got to be a year where there is a breakthrough. A year where you prophesy and the upper of the spirit comes upon your life. See, when I speak of breakthrough, I'm speaking about spiritual warfare. You can't have breakthrough without spiritual warfare. You got to get some stuff out of your way. I declare 2020 will be the year of breakthrough for Cap. Oh, oh my. I declare in the name of Jesus that 2020 is the year of breakthrough. Everything shifts. If the heavens rend, then breakthrough comes between God and I. Say between God and I. And everything that was in the way. And everything that was hindering you. And everything that was an obstacle oppressing you. To go deeper in God. In the name of Jesus. When the heavens render. That will be no more. When his presence descends. The mountains will move. And the Bible says. His name shall be glorified. Not man. Not man, not man. When the heavens render, no man gets the glory. God gets the glory. No woman gets the glory. God gets all the glory. His name shall be glorified. When his presence descends, his power descends. His glory descends. His power, great power. His great glory. Is anybody hungry for what I'm talking about? Is anybody hungry for what I'm talking about? The presence of God causes his name to be glorified. Because certain things cannot happen without that type of presence. I'm going to say it again. Certain things in your life will not happen because you just declare it. Certain things. Certain things. You need an atmosphere. You need an atmosphere. You need an atmosphere. Certain things don't happen until he runs the heavens. Isaiah says, the nations will tremble. The adversaries that you have will tremble and bow down because of the presence of God. Beloved, I came to tell you, it is in his presence that every demon has to flee. It is in his presence that every spirit of python, every spirit that has held you back, every spirit that has limited you, every spirit that doesn't let you wake up and pray, every spirit has to bow down when the presence of God comes. It is in his presence where the hard hearts begin to melt. It is in his presence where where somebody is caused to be saved. It was in his presence that Peter goes to Cornelius' house and all of his family is saved. It was 
his presence that caused the woman that was bent for 18 years to straighten up. I prophesy when the presence of God comes, everything that is crooked, everything that is crooked, everything that is crooked, your marriage, your kids, straighten up because of the presence of God. Somebody shout, yes. His presence caused Paul's chains to fall and prison gates to open. It was his presence that called the walls of Jericho to fall down. It was his presence that caused Goliath to fall. It was his presence that called Lazarus to resurrect. Tell your neighbor his presence. It was his presence that caused a blind man to see. And I have news for you. The Bible says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons will prophesy. Your daughters, ah, in the last days, in the last days. We want his presence. I want his presence. I want his presence. I want his presence. I want his presence. We need his presence more than ever in the times that we live in. You're going to need more of his presence in the wicked times that we live in. In the wicked times that we live in. Because wickedness is going to increase. You're going to need his presence. Oh God, we need his presence. An overflow of his presence. A saturation of the presence of God. His presence changes everything. I was preaching in India and there were thousands and thousands of women in there I was doing a women's conference and I remember when I got up to the pulpit there was so much oppression and I said to God from the pulpit as I prayed God how am I going to deliver these women and you know what he said to me he said daughter call my fire down And the minute I called the fire of God to come down, the fire of God began to consume every spirit. And every woman was shaking up under the power of the Holy Spirit. I came to talk to somebody who's hungry that wants more of the presence of God. I have been in services where people, I have this one person who was going to come in and do witchcraft. But when she walked in, she began to cry because of the presence of God and said I have never felt the love of God like now it's his presence things that are impossible become possible in the presence of God where there was no movement movement begins to take place in the presence of God when the presence of God comes God is in your favor my question to you this morning is how much presence do you have because some of us are not full all the way. So we're full of a lot of things. Come on, are you talking to me? Oh, I came, I came to set you free. I didn't come from El Paso, Texas, not to do anything. Come on. Some people are full of a lot of things, but they're not full of the presence of God. And what you're needing, what you're lacking is more of the presence of God. Did you hear what I said? See, I have learned throughout my ministry that some people have a bronze ceiling above them. And they're praying, and they're praying, and they're praying, and nothing happens. Now, I'm not talking about process, and I'm not talking about a test, and I'm not talking about intact. I'm talking about you got a ceiling above your head. A bronze ceiling above your head, and nothing is moving. 
You don't even move the cat. When you have a bronze ceiling above you, you pray and you're frustrated. You know what I feel? That, that, is, that is corporately because of attacks that the enemy came to try to take you out. You know what he did? He dried you up instead of you carrying more glory. You're more dry now because of the attack. You should have more glory. You should have more presence. You should have more power. You should have more fire. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 23. It says the sky over your head will be bronze. The ground beneath you iron because of a curse. A ceiling closed heavens a ceiling you have to break the ceiling break through in the heavens so that the presence of God can come over a city so the presence of God can not just hover but abide live form a habitation of the presence of God in that city Isaiah says his name will be great to your to your enemies and will know that you are God see when the presence of God comes upon a place shift begins to happen automatically transformation happens automatically something new comes a new passion that you didn't used to have before an intimacy with God that that you didn't have before something happens in your life See, when the presence of God comes, atmospheres change. When the presence of God comes, the climate changes. The climate changes. Atmospheres change. Say, shout atmospheres. See, the enemy fights you for your atmosphere. I know because I was praying in my hotel. You need to govern the atmosphere and you haven't yet. He's been governing. Attacking people left and right. And I got ticked off. Atmosphere. Shout atmosphere. The enemy will fight you for an atmosphere. Because every spirit corresponds to an atmosphere. But when the presence of God comes, the climate changes. Let me talk to you about climate, yeah? If I would ask you what is the climate... Of Alaska, you'd say it's cold because it is a sustained climate. You know what happens to us in church? The worship team ushers us in into the presence of God. You walk out and you have to be ushered back in into the presence of God the next time you come. I'm talking about you being a carrier of the presence of God. So I'm not dependent upon a worship team. I am an atmosphere. I carry a climate on the inside of me. Why? Because the heavens rendered. Because the heavens split open. You hear what I'm saying? When the presence of God comes over a place, you know he's with you. Mountains begin to move. See, the change that comes was because of the presence of God. And the Bible says that God will receive all the glory and his name shall be made known. See, the presence of God will move things that you couldn't move. 
I perceive this. Many of you, you've been pushing and pushing and pushing and you're still in the same place. And you're still a little better, but not really where you need to be. Question, what is your mountain? Question, what is your obstacle that you still can't move it? And you can't move it. And you've been trying. And you can't move it. And you've been pushing. And you can't move it. You, you've been fighting. And you can't move it. And it's still there. I came to tell you, Zechariah 4, 6 says, It is not by power. It is not by might. It is by the Spirit. Says the Lord. You did everything. But things are still the same. They're not moving like they should have moved. God says, my presence, the presence of God will move things. The presence of God will move mountains that man could not move. The presence of God will make things possible that were impossible. Addictions uh, that you could not conquer. Bow in the presence of God. The presence of God will conquer it. The presence of God will go into your pain, will go into hurt, uh, and it will begin to heal at an accelerated rate. Uh, what the psychologist could not do, what the counselor could not do what your friend could not do the presence of God comes to heal the heart comes to heal all the pain when you have the power of God on the inside of you you release that power hear me and all the pain accelerates its healing you know what the Lord told me when I started the church I began something not too long ago and then the Lord said to me you're gonna call the, the leaders to go in with you I would go in to pray on Friday nights and the Lord would give me instructions. And the Lord said to me, from now on, all your leadership are going to be put in the presence of God. Expose them to that atmosphere all the time. And can I tell you something? It has supernaturally changed everything in our ministry. I feel like we're in revival. Because when the presence of God comes, it accelerates what you couldn't do in your own natural ability. Deliverance comes. There's times where if I get full of the presence of God, and when I'm full, deliverance happens automatically. Nobody had to yell. Nobody had to, I just shout because I'm passionate. Is that all right? Look, nobody had to shout. Nobody had to yell. Demons automatically come out because of the presence of God. Shout the presence of God. This year, I prophesy to you, mountains are going to move. Obstacles are going to move. Everything that's been in your way because of the presence of God that is about to be ushered in, it will move. It has to move. It's got to get out of the way. The Bible says of David the king, oh God, I will not go anywhere unless your presence goes with me. I need your presence. I'm not going to go anywhere unless your presence goes with me. God, don't allow me to do anything without your presence. See, the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Lord, say Ark of the Lord, represented the presence of God in the Old Testament. And in 2 Samuel, we find a story there. Chapter 6, verse 11. I'm not going to read it to you. Just paraphrase it for time's sake. 2 Samuel, chapter 6, verse 11. The Bible says that the ark of the Lord remained in Obed-Edom's house for three months. And the Lord blessed him and his entire house. Shout three months. 
And in 1 Samuel, shout for Samuel, chapter 7, verse 1 and 2, before it showed up at Obed-Edom's house, it showed up at Abinadab's house. Say Obed-Edom. Say Obed-Edom. Say three months. But in 1 Samuel, Abinadab, shout Abinadab. Abinadab has the ark of the Lord. Watch this. 20 years. And it never mentions at the house of Abinadab who took care of the presence of God. It was the ark, but the presence was not there. Oh no, you know how I know? Because it is impossible for the presence of God to abide in a place and nothing happen. It's impossible. When the presence of God shows up, everything's affected. Your mind's affected. Your life's affected. Your soul's affected. Your family's affected. Everything's affected. Say, Obedidam, three months, Abinadab, 20 years. The ark could have had all the things like manna in it, but nobody honored the presence of God. Nobody was interested in the presence of God. Abinadab, who took care of it? Nobody was interested in it. No one was interested in the presence of God. They did not honor the presence of God like they should have. It is possible to be in the presence of God and not know it. It is possible to be in the presence of God and you dishonor it. The Bible speaks of Jacob. And the Bible says that Jacob said, you were here, Lord, and I knew it not. But once the ark showed up, at Obadiah's house, his house was full of the presence of God, saturated in the presence of God. You walked in and you could feel the presence of God in Obadiah's house. I'd imagine the Bible doesn't say, but I'd imagine that his children probably walked really carefully around the living room because the presence of God was at Obadiah's house. Because the presence of God was respected at Obedidim's house. When the presence of God is respected, when the presence of God is loved, and you're hungry and hungry for the presence of God, it will manifest. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 16, verse 8, I am always aware of your presence, God. He is near, and nothing can shake me. Three months shout three months and everything in his house was affected the bible says everything prospered the bible says his house prospered his kids prospered everything prospered abinadab he did not respect and he did not honor nor did he hunger for more of the presence of god perhaps abinadab was more concerned with the trials he has to face Perhaps Abinadab was probably concerned with all of the enemies that surrounded him. And his focus was on that. Then the presence of God. I'm talking to somebody. Perhaps Abinadab probably got more concerned with the cares of life. Ah, that he wasn't so concerned 
about taking care of the presence of do you take care of the presence of God because the presence of God is very delicate the Bible describes him like a dove because it's gentle I'd imagine that a bit of dab did not really have much concern for the presence of God probably contempt with a little goosebump probably really content hear me by just speaking in a few tongues and then going back home and living like a heathen. Perhaps Abinadab was more concerned with perhaps just settling. I'm okay. I'm a good person after all. He did not respect nor did he honor the presence of God. Do you? Because the presence of God will bless everything. Everything in your life. When was the last time you prayed instead of a breakthrough for yourself? God, all I want is more of you. Ah. Ah. Because when you have more of Him, beloved, you'll have everything. Right there's a good place to give Jesus a big praise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to Him. Look, Obadidam has the presence I mean well yeah the ark for how many months three he conquered what he could not conquer in three months he received what he could not receive in three months he reached what he could not reach in just three months he attained what he could not attain in just three months he conquered what he could not conquer in three months Everything accelerated in Abinadab's, Obedidam's life. Everything. Growth accelerated. The Bible says that it is God that makes it. Oh, I, I'd imagine this guy probably taking care and protecting the presence of God. See, everything accelerates when you have the presence of God. Doors begin to open that you didn't even ask to open. They just swing wide open. Why? Because you have the presence of God. Because you are a carrier of the presence of God. Growth accelerates. Advancement happens. What he could not do all those years, in three months, he was able to conquer it. Oh, I pray that you are Obedidams. I pray, I pray, I pray that you will be like Obedidams and you will say, God, I want more of your presence. I want more of your fire. I want more of your power. I want to be a glory carrier, God. I want to take care of your presence. Yeah. Hungry. Desiring. This is what I feel and this is what I'm perceiving. May I be honest? Because I love you. I perceive that you have been so concerned with your needs. And you have put the ark on the side. We got to shift it. According to his will, things begin to align in the presence of God. Isaac, shout Isaac. He prospered where nobody was supposed to prosper because God was with him. He prospered in a desert. And the city people would come to Jacob. And they would say to him, how are you doing it? What is your trick? How is it that you are prospering, Isaac? Because the city people were not prospering like Isaac was. He lived in the desert. They lived in the city. But 
Isaac was always prospering. And they said, Isaac, can you bless us? Isaac, can you tell us your trick? How is it that you are so blessed? That's like us human beings always wanting three steps to whatever. Isaac was blessed because God was with him. Because he desired the presence of God. Because he wanted God. God walked with Jacob. Shout Jacob. Shout Jacob. God walked with Jacob. Laban, shout Laban. Laban, he tries to trick Jacob time and time and time again. Tries to steal even property from him. And you know that Jacob always prospered above Laban? And when Laban tried to trick Jacob, Jacob always come out more prosperous. Laban would change his income. But Jacob kept prospering because of the presence of God. Ah, ah, you want prosperity. You want breakthrough in your finances. The presence of God. The presence of God. The presence of God is the answer. 2020, I declare that 2020 will not be like 2019. You have to grab on to God. You have to talk to God. You have to ask God. You have to hold on to God. You have to get close to God. You've got to hold on to God. You've got to love God. You've got to be hungry for more of God. You've got to honor God. You've got to honor His presence. You've got to honor God. You've got to honor God. Honor His presence. Wherever his presence is dishonored, it cannot manifest. There's a story, and I'll summarize it, found in Luke chapter 7, verse 37. And it's a story about a Pharisee. And he begs Jesus, can you come to my house? And Jesus accepts the invitation. The Bible says he was a Pharisee, shout Pharisee. That word Pharisee, you know what it means? Separated and holy. Pharisee means separated and holy. Watch this. They had good morals and they kept the law. Like good Christians that read their Bible, they go to church, they pray, they fast, they serve. But there was a woman in verse 37, and she heard. She was in the city and she heard that Jesus was reclining at the table of a Pharisee. So she goes to the house, her house, gets ready, prepares, prepares, and then gets an alabaster box, a vial of perfume that cost her a year's worth of wages. Watch this. And she falls at the feet of Jesus and she begins to cry and she cleanses his feet with her hair because she only has eyes for Jesus. The Pharisee criticizes her. The Pharisee criticizes Jesus. The Pharisee criticizes her, but she doesn't care. She only has eyes for Jesus. The Pharisee Began to criticize her and murmur against her. She didn't care. She spills herself out to anoint. 
She wanted to express her love towards him. Well, she honored the presence. The Pharisee judges Jesus. The Pharisee, the separated holy one. The one that kept the law. The one that goes to church. The one that carries his Bible. The one that serves in church. Come on, somebody. Talk to me. The one that does everything. He criticizes the woman. And he criticizes Jesus. The Pharisee invited Jesus. Pharisee invited Jesus to his house. But the invite was cold. The invite was cold. With no service. With no honor. With no respect. He didn't kiss them. Have you lost your first love? There's a story, and I'm almost done. There's a story about Israel and the Philistines. The story about Israel and the Philistines, they're always at war. The Philistines always wanted to subjugate Israel, but Israel would always win. When the presence of God was with Israel, they would always win. Well, the Philistines, they didn't understand that because they were the owners of iron. And it was iron that was used to build, to make all kinds of artillery and weapons. And the Philistines were the owners of all the iron. So Israel had no iron. And the Philistines could never understand how Israel would win battles when they didn't have any iron. They didn't understand the wars and the battles that Israel always won until the Philistines found out that it was the Ark of the Covenant, that it was the Ark of the Lord. You hearing what I'm saying? The Ark of God. One day, the Ark of God comes to Israel. And Israel screams out and they say, we will conquer the Philistines now. They have the ark with them. And when the Philistines heard this, they got so scared and they fled. But Israel did not realize that they had the ark, but they did not have the presence. Because Israel was not right. Be careful to go to battle when the presence of God is not on you. Oh, the Bible says that God is omnipresent. He could be everywhere, but he does not manifest everywhere. When the Philistines hear, they're scared. They run, but they lose the battle. So the Philistines defeat Israel. And you know what they do? They steal the ark. And they place it in front of their God named Dagon, who's half fish, half woman. They capture the ark and they thought, we've got Israel's God captive now. And they placed the ark of God in Dagon's temple. But the Bible says, I read it to you in Isaiah, that his name shall be known before his enemies. 
His name will be made known before his enemies. Say that with me. His name will be made known before his enemies. The next day, they find Dagon fallen, leaning towards the ark. Because God will make his name known before all of his enemies. Because he is the great I am, the almighty God. Nobody can stand against our God. He is almighty. He is so powerful. He is glorious. He can do anything. He's a God of the impossible. Somebody shout yes. They take Dagon and they put him back up. And the next day, they found Dagon with arms cut off and a head cut off. And you know what they said? This is the God of Israel and the Bible says that it became God's temple not Dagon's temple because the name of the Lord will be made known to all of his enemies and then the Bible says that God caused tumors to break out over the Philistines so the Philistines Return the presence of God back to Israel. And they said, here, take it, take it, take it, take it. You know what they said? Who can stand against the God of Israel? Who who can stand? Here, take, take the presence of God. His name will be made known. I said, his name will be made known. Not a man, not a woman. His name shall be made known. 2020 has got to be a year where you bring the presence of God back to your home. 2020 has got to be the year that you bring the presence of God back to the city. Presence of God back to your life. The presence of God back to your kids. The presence of God back into your heart. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can connect with us live each Wednesday and Sunday through our social media pages. If today's message has blessed you, please rate and review us so that more people can hear this message of Christ. Find out more about Calvary on our website at calvaryassembly.org.